Welcome to the Hot Dog Stand Podcast, Episode 10. I'm Brian McCann, driver of the number three Spartan Management IROC Challenge Series. Hi, I'm Neil Quick, driver of the number two Spartan Logistics R&R Racewear Loud Pedal Media, Chevrolet Camaro. And I'm Brian Rick, driver of the number 11 Spartan Transportation Chevrolet Camaro. And I'm one of your hosts, Chris Wally, driver of the 51 Spartan Transportation R&R Racewear Loud Pedal Gaming Chevrolet. And I'm your executive producer, Kyle Pendergraf, driver of the number 14, The Weapon, IROC Challenge Series, <laughs> <laughs> Spartan Transportation, Chevy Camaro, and uh, welcome to episode 14, guys. Uh, we were going to have uh, special guest Josh White on this evening. Uh, unfortunately, there were some technical difficulties that was not allowing us to uh, make that possible. Uh, so we we're going to be working with Josh to um, set up a better time and date to uh, do a recording with him. So bear with us. It's just going to be the five of us tonight. Uh, we are going to talk on some topics here. We are going to bring up the uh, the Bubba Wallace incident. Uh, if you didn't see the uh, video from last night that we recorded, uh, I'll be sure to post a link to it as well. Uh, so we're just going to touch bases on it a little bit tonight. The Kevin Harvick announcement uh, as far as he's ready to retire, basically. And then also we're going to talk a little bit of Tony Stewart being a little fed up with NASCAR, which, I mean, who can blame him, right? So with that... Uh Spartan Transportation and Spartan Logistic Management is your one source for all your shipping needs. 53-foot dry van shipments, auto transport shipments, full-service in-house brokerage, drop-lot facilities, just-in-time deliveries to all auto manufacturers, facilities in St. Louis, Missouri, Kansas City, Missouri, and Indianapolis, Indiana. Spartan Logistics LLC, proud sponsor of the IROC series, Kyle Steffens UMP Modified in Silver Crown Driver, and Gordy Gundaker, World of Outlaws Late Model. Visit us at spartan-logistics.net or find us on Facebook. Chris, why don't you go ahead and uh, take us into our IROC race at Daytona last night, and uh, maybe we can let Neil over here uh, kind of fluff his muscles for a minute. Last week, not last night. Or, yeah, mute, last mute, night. His, mute his microphone. We've already heard it. <laughs> right? No, absolutely. You know, last week, race 10 of the regular season it was our season finale um there was about four or five of us right there on the bubble of who's going to make the playoffs um and then you always have that wild card it's daytona so somebody that's not even close to the playoffs as long as they qualified in with enough races ran and they had won the race they may take a spot but uh our very own neil quick got race win number one of the season under his belt, uh, a little momentum going into the playoffs. Uh, you know, so we're only halfway into this deal, so there's there's a lot more races to go there. But Neil, uh, he ran, uh, let's see here, led 19 laps of the 100 laps that were run. Uh, had a very clean race. Uh, had one incident early that he was caught up in. Uh, had some pit strategy, came back out. Race a smart race. I know I was I was back there with him. Uh, hanging out in the back for a moment about mid-race, and I'll tell you what, him and, and the McCanns, they went to the front real quick. And, quick. Uh, yeah, quick. Quick and, word there. <laughs> yeah, figured it out right there. So, uh, Neil, you had a little bit of help. I know you gave a lot of praise to uh, to someone that we recently had on the stand. Um, tell us about your race and how you felt about it. 
yeah, felt pretty good. Um, normal, typical Daytona race for me, just trying to ride out and survive out there and um, stay away from the weapon, the 14 car, of course. <laughs> and, I mean, you're going to get some incident points around that guy. And I, 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 won't, I, yeah, I won't kick it over to Brian Rick yet. Rick yet. Don't, don't even, don't even, don't even pan over to me yet. Him and my brother. I mean, they, they, they could tell some stories under caution there, but I'm, I got yelled really, at by your brother because of what happened. Yeah, he won't even actually come on the podcast. He says that he's so angry still. <laughs> um, but no, I. It was a good race. Uh, fortunately for me, timed out right and. Uh, did have an incident with, I think, the 12 car on the back straightaway that, for me, I don't know how I ended up at the front. I did, and somehow ended up in front of the 70 car, which was just uh, Aaron Smith definitely had his cheater motor in that night because it was pushing me like <laughs> a front. And then uh, Kevin and Brian were on the outside, and I'm going to tell you, I was waving every time I pulled ahead of them and tried to stay ahead of them. So. But uh, for me, uh, anytime you can beat those two guys – I've been watching the replay over and over and over, so I've worn out. So, but uh, I'm glad that happened, and it was a pretty good race for a Daytona race. Uh, pretty happy for it. I still don't mind it if they took and filled it in with water and made it a fishing pond, though. <laughs> I think we uh, we only had five cautions, two of those being stage breaks. I will say there was two cautions that should have happened, right? Um, yeah, there was one. Yeah, there was a big turn, one. Yeah, there's a big one in turn three and four that should have happened. Um, I know Chris Medford, he got turned, but it was coming to the white flag, but then Brandon Medford had gotten into the wall in one and two. And I thought I had my race strategy on point. I ended up with zero incident points all night long. Um, was at the point of go with that fast repair, ready to rock and roll. And Medford got in the wall there and I hit the brakes. Caution didn't come out and y'all just pulled away. So I was hurting off after that one there. Yeah, those cautions at the end really kind of didn't pop up that should have popped up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Kind of, kind of changed the outcome of the race pretty big. And fortunately for me, I, it probably was the best for me. Um, not so much for you. When I heard you won it, I'm like, well, how the hell did he win that? that well, well, I said the same thing. I mean, I I was riding around the back and just trying to save my car and not get caught up in the big one and. I actually was one of those legit cautions. I, I was going on the back straightaway being passed and had somebody move up on me and, and yard sailed it. And unfortunately, I had to use my quick repair. So if we really did get racing there at the end or have an accident up front, uh, I was probably going to be parking it. Yeah. You know, I thought about that way post-race, obviously. But I was like, okay, Neil has used his quick repair. Brian has used his. Aaron has used his. They're all up there in the front race, and I still got one. I, my ass should have been up there, like burning up a quick all wreck. And yeah. the hell with y'all, y'all are out. I got one you more. Forget, you forgot to throw the banana peel or shoot the red yeah. shot. <laughs> no, I need one of them shells. <laughs> right. Speaking of shells, I think uh, Brian and Cook had one of those under a caution, didn't he? Oh yeah. Well, Kyle's got a red shell on his head right now, and he he threw that thing out there. <laughs> I Let's, mean. Let's uh, explain this. Let the weapon talk about it first here. I want to hear yeah, it. Everybody needs to know what we're talking about here. So it was, uh, I don't know what stage of the race we were. I think it was still first stage, wasn't first, it? First stage. First stage. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Thank you. Um, and we're under caution. I'm coming down the back stretch, and I was starting to check up for the uh, pace car. 
I wasn't paying good enough attention, I guess. And next thing I know, Brian's bumper was about six feet from my front bumper by the time I noticed. And I jerked to the right, hit the brakes, and I clipped the right corner of him and just shot him to the left. And shot me right into into quick, and he then he yelled at me. He dropped, from what I could tell on the broadcast, he was trying to sip on his hot chocolate and dropped it on his flannel pants. That's right. <laughs> and he just kind of... <laughs> You know, not and not only to to make that worse, I go in and I wasn't mad. I mean, shit happens. I had a quick repair. It's a little bit early in the race, but I go in, get my quick repair, and I'm pacing around. And I'll be damned if I didn't get down there to get a drink or look at my phone or something, and I creamed the wall, and that was, I mean, destroyed my race car. So I was, that's what pissed me off. I was done for the night after that. Man, it sounds like you guys have some tremendous issues under caution. I'm telling you, man. Drinking and driving. The thing about it is, for me, like under caution, I'm normally one that stays far to the left or the right of whatever's in front of me. uh, Always very aware of what's going on in front. But for some reason, I just I lost all train of thought. Had it in fourth gear. (laughs) Something. I think I still had to pedal down. So, McCain, you only had uh, four incident points, but you got in that one big wreck, so you were pretty clean the rest of the night after that. That was the cause of the, the wreck. Yeah, he, well, he blew I, I wasn't going to bring all that up, but I appreciate you being honest. No, Yeah, I'll talk about it because, um, you know, I was drafting. I was figuring out the draft. I, was just, I, I knew you could hit coming out of four, you can hit coming out of tribal, and you can hit on the backstretch. And that's what I was doing, and I was doing it to where I was keeping my temp low. Well... Aaron on the outside, or I think it was Aaron or whoever, and maybe Aaron was pushing, but uh, that outside line was coming, and I didn't want them to drop in front of Kevin, so I was pushing down the whole backstretch, and it just, the gauge went red, and as soon as it went red, it blew up. I've, it's been a long time since I've seen it do that, but sometimes you, you can get away with going in red a little bit, but that time it didn't, so I'm going to yeah. fire my engine guy. <laughs> yeah, that's enough there. So it sounds like we got just a lot of blame going on in this room right now for uh, some cautions and bent up race cars, but that's okay. Yeah, when I saw the replay of it, I I didn't know what the heck happened there because that was definitely something out of character. Obviously, like that car just, especially right there in the turn, got got loose, got to the apron, and once you hit the apron in the turn, there's no saving that. No. Yeah, I hit the apron, and I was trying to hit, get my talk button, but I, my finger slipped off, and I was too late on it, but I was trying to tell everybody it was blowing up. So that didn't well, work out in my We appreciate favorite. the thought. It's the thought that counts. It's the thought, I wasn't yeah. involved, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot. It, it, you know the way NASCAR does the, uh, the live radio chatter for the race before, like for the weekend? I, I think it'd be awesome just to have like the uh, Discord chatter just have. Oh, absolutely! Just play absolutely. it back. Because I'm gonna tell you, I it's entertainment just to have my brother in my own Discord with me. <laughs> I'm we all always quiet. say we're gonna go down there and see what they're saying, but then we 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 think better of it. Yeah, you're scared to cook. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I was down in there, uh, jumped in the lion's den a couple weeks ago, so. Yeah, but but you get get anything major. I just I just gave because I caught the tail end of it. Your brother caught the front end of it. (laughs) Well, that was after the race. That was a whole different episode of it. That's that's after dealing with Cook all the way through the race. It's true. That's true. Yeah, it looks like. um, Let's see here. 
David Brown, he had the fastest lap of the race, fastest lap average. Kevin McCann led the most laps. Um, you know, there's some different names. Brian Kaufman read, led nine laps. Uh, Brian, you led a lap. James Kaufman led a lap. Cook led six. So uh, we, we definitely had had some names up there. Jeff Jeff Napier, we hadn't seen him in a while. He came in and, and led about 10 laps there. So What are you saying? I'm a back marker? No, it's just, uh, you know, it's good to see, uh, good to hey, see guys yeah, up there. Hey, I'm not used to running up front. I never lift. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. I don't know. You and Daytona, that, uh, that race won, uh, yeah. that, uh, of the season. I thought you were going to take that one. That dang I did fuel too, pump. man. I did too. I think I was what? Half a lap short. Oh. Yeah. Going down it's the back stretch. Oh, yeah. Back stretch. Back stretch. Yeah. <laughs> That was that sucked, man. I was watching that race, so yeah. How many super speedways we got in the playoffs? I think one. Talladega, maybe. The weapon will be there. (laughs) Yeah. So race one of round two. Talladega. Yeah, the weapon will influence the outcome on that one. I'll tell you what. Race one of round one. Is going to be a, a you know, I think it's going to be a good one. We're going to Michigan. I like that, Michigan. Yeah, that's a track. Wide, as long as guys just mind their P's and Q's, it's going to be a nice little race. Brian's going to save up all his tires and figure out figure out how to run that ship. Pretty good at that. Now I will say when we ran that charity race, when me Neil and Brian McCann tag teamed on that deal. That was a lot of fun. So hopefully we see some more racing like that. Yeah, I think the racing will be good. Let me take a minute to tell you about my experience using Simcoach's pedals. I myself am a current owner of the Simcoach's P1 pedal hydraulic pedals. And I have to say they have made my racing so much better and easier. And I highly, highly recommend that you go and you check out these pedals and get a set for yourself as well. You'll find yourself able to get into the corner deeper, brake harder, exceed the limits that you normally would take. Don't take my word for it. Go check them out at simcoaches.com and use our promo code to get 5% off IROC at checkout or visit simcoaches.com slash IROC to receive your 5% off. Thank you. All right. Well, um, any more on the, uh, the race from Thursday night? As long as the 14 is uh, in front of you, you're safe. Outside of that, that's about it. Yeah, Kyle's going to need a hug after this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And so with that, we're going to go on into, uh, well, guys, we already touched bases on it last night uh, with the uh, holler talk um, about the Bubba Wallace incident. Uh, no new news has really come from it. Uh, one person that didn't give his opinion or his thoughts was, uh, Mr. Uh, Wally there. Uh, so I'd like to hear what he's got to say about the whole situation and, uh, get his take. Yeah. I, um, Bubba made a bad choice. He made a bad decision. Um, you know, and and I listened to some of y'all's opinions last night and, and seeing some of the chat and the, uh, in the video chat there, um, 
no doubt about it, Kyle went in there hot, went in there to pass two, get a two for one there, and and just like Bubba said, he didn't lift, right? He's not going to lift. I don't lift. Um, I do think that Bubba, at the end of the day, had a choice to make. You lift, and you have that good of a race car, you're still racing and possibly racing for a win. Um, he he He's on the outside, right? There's a wall there. You know it's coming. So make the choice to lift, keep your race car safe, and let him go on and maybe pass him the next lap. So that was the first mistake. Um, I think the ego of I, I, I don't lift. And then he mentioned the, the part braking. I think it's total bullshit. Um, I want to see it. Show the broken parts. Well, it, it, the, the throttle didn't stick. Yeah. You know, he never lifted. So I've, you, you've seen plenty of people hit a wall and, and they get off the gas and try to correct it and do it. He knew exactly what he was doing. So, you know, now you're adding on to the problem. Completely take your car out of contention. You wreck, you know, a, an expensive piece of machinery that a lot of man hours go into, a lot of money. And, and then you get out. And you go and, and you're shoving around Kyle Larson, who's all of five foot, 120 pounds, soaking wet. Does he do that to Kevin Harvick? No. no I wish he would. Behind beat if he goes and does that to certain individuals. I think he knew Kyle wasn't going to retaliate on that deal. Um, and you know, it just it, it it's something that we can already see the back pedal a little bit. Maybe it's not from Bubba. Maybe it's from some of the higher ups. Um, do I think that, you know, Bubba's this terrible person and, Oh, now I don't like him. No, I think he, he made a bad decision in a heated moment and, um, and it cost him and, and, you know, it cost a Toyota teammate as well. And so it just, it made, you know, went from a bad situation to worse real quick. Yeah. Well, we we know Neil's on the, the hater wagon right now. Well, I mean, again, I, hmm. I sit there and I watch videos. You guys couldn't beat me to punch. You, <laughs> you just got, I just put a hellacious slide job on you guys. Um, my thing about it is I watched the Josh Berry, A.J. Allmendinger, uh, Xfinity pass that Berry, of course, won the race. There's nothing different. Berry stayed in the gas, hit the wall, said he wasn't going to lift. He took that chance. You can't tell me the car was that bad or broken that he ran into Kyle Larson the way he did. Why didn't he just try to, I mean, the, the car, I mean, these things seem to be tanks. I mean, besides these arms that are breaking, uh, whatever they are, toe links or whatever they are doing, but I think they're making those better. I didn't see a tire going down at that case. I didn't see something broke on the car, in my personal opinion. Why didn't he still stay in it and try to finish out? And he, my, Chris is what, right. He might still had a car that could have won. One, two, you know, and, and y'all probably touched on this last night. Look at how many guys are getting hurt in these things. Mm -hmm. It's about to cost Kurt Busch his, the tail end of his career. Um, you know, Harvick possibly stepping away because of everything going on. And then you're going to just turn a guy straight into the wall. Knowing and that Larson all this has been going he, on. He would have, I mean, if, if, if Bell wouldn't have hit him. I think Larson backs into the fence at 170 miles an hour, and he's sitting at home with a concussion right now. 
That's what I'm thinking. Very well, and uh, yeah, I mean, and it's just, and, and, and my thing too is, you know, even right there at the end, him, you know, but Bubba the bully, right? Uh, yeah. Just like, just like you labeled it, you know, he's wanting to go in there and and flex his muscle a little bit and shove Kyle, and it's not even like just one shove and arguing about it. He kept coming and kept coming and kept coming at him. You know, and it's, again, I'm just, if it's somebody else, then I think that's different. Or if it's somebody pushing Bubba that way. Yeah. I think it gets looked at in a whole nother light. 100%. Gets a lot more media, negative attention on NASCAR. Yep. The headlines are different. Um, so it's, I don't know. It's aggravating. Very. I mean, the the hating part coming for me on this whole situation is, like I said, I want to like Bubba Wallace. I want to see him have success. Uh, want to see him do it in a professional manner, necessarily like what Kyle Larson does. I mean, go out and prove his talent, show him on, on the weekend that he can drive the car, not acting like an idiot getting out of the car, causing the shit that he did out on the racetrack. And, and the other thing is, Chris, you said it earlier, his ego. I mean, in the interview, it, it's, I, I play the victim all the time. When they ask him about the fact of Christopher Bell and ruining his chase, possibly, um, it's sport. Whatever. Shut up and get out of here. Bush Lee. Yeah. He is, I'm just going to say it. He is not that good of a race car driver to have the attitude, the arrogance that he, that he has. He just isn't. And then, you know, you compared, you, you talked about uh, Josh Berry in the uh, Xfinity race, Josh Berry is, is 10 times the driver that Bubba Wallace is. So, or, it, you know, when it, and I'm going to go back to the post wreck and the deal with Larson, him shoving him around. Look at how far he had to freaking walk to get He to walked him. a long ways. You know, yeah. you had plenty of time to cool the hell off before hell you got yeah. there. You were putting on the show for whatever reason. You know, and you look at, like, I look at the Ty Gibbs deals earlier. I know we've all talked about that a little bit, the, the fighting he had. And, um, you know, and you look at that and you go, yeah, that was dumb. But then I'm going, that's an 18-year-old kid. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, he's playing in a grown man sport, but it's an 18-year-old kid making an 18-year-old decision. Mm -hmm. uh, Bo's been around for a while. Yeah. He understands the situation. He understands how hard it was to get to where he's at. Um and how fast that can be taken away. And so I just, you know. But the thing is, is honestly, I'm sure some of the, the things that Bubba faces from weekend to weekend, and again, I don't want to be thrown in this because I'm hating on him right now, is the fact that I'm not on Twitter and saying some of the things that I see people say about Bubba. That is totally unacceptable. But he's made this tougher for himself. Yeah. Agree or disagree? I completely agree. I mean, this guy, actually, he has the same ability as Kyle Larson or Bowman or Byron mm. running super super late. By, no, not talent. Different. He has the ability to yeah. go race, race oh, those right. races right. and get better and win fans by showing people that he can drive. Right. I, I haven't seen this. Uh, I think Kyle even might have brought it up last night talking about this. We did see a Bubba documentary on how he could play drums and do some cool stuff like that to show his personality. 
that I'm sure NASCAR funded uh, or Toyota or whatever the case is to get everybody sold on him. I'll, I'm a race fan. I, I race three or four nights a week because I like racing. I love racing. I've been doing it since six. I had somebody actually call me out, tell me that he's watched NASCAR for 55 years, uh, watching our video from last night. We all have we have experiences and have been doing this for a long time. And my thing is, I do want to see Bubba Wallace succeed. I, unfortunately, Bubba's probably the biggest factor that's making that not happen. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say something. One more thing on this, and then I'm gonna be done with it. This, so here's a, so Bubba Wallace. I had the same hopes for him that I had for Kurt Busch. Now I know these are completely two different caliber of drivers, but I think that Bubba Wallace does have talent. I think that he probably hasn't shown all that. All that talent hasn't come out of him yet. He's got to change his attitude like Kurt Busch did, like Kyle Busch is trying to. But if you if you look back at Kurt Busch in the beginning, what a dick. I mean, there's just no way to talk about it. He was a dick. So if, if Bubba Wallace can get to that mentality, he's it will make him a better race car driver. And that that's that's all I gotta say about it. Yeah, and it's it's growth at the end of the day. And that's I it. think growth. you you don't and let's be honest, you don't learn anything until you've made a mistake. Right? Now, you continue to pile on the mistakes and right. eventually opportunities run out. Yeah. Um right. you know, obviously he had his situation even in the iRacing thing, just quitting. Well, you lost yeah. his sponsor. Right. You're quitting iRacing. Um, you know, now, now you have this, uh, you know, he turned Kyle Busch at Watkins Glen going into turn one. Uh, there's a video out there. He put stuff, somebody in the wall and, and they, they hit the end of, of a, of a wall that was in the turn and it flips him over. Yeah. Um, what about I'll, the incident with the water bottle squirting and, uh, it was a Byron. Yeah. 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 Why he's sitting, why he's sitting on the ground. Right. You know, the guy's about ready to pass out, and he's squirting water in his face, kind right. of being an asshole. I mean, at some point, there's got to be some accountability, right? And that's not me saying he should lose a ride or lose a sponsor or anything else. But this incident, to me, is a lot different than the others because, one, what's at stake at those speeds in that car, knowing people are getting hurt. But then, two, even the reaction you have after the fact. Yeah. Um, if, if turning him wasn't enough. So. R&R Racewear. Your source to all custom racewear apparel needs and home to iRacing apparel. Check it out today at rnrracewear.com. All right. There's a beat down. Well, I think we're going to go ahead and uh, move on and, uh, we're going to cover the, uh, let's see here. What we got next? Let's go into, there's been a, uh, a, I want to call it a rumor. I won't say it's any kind of factual statement, uh, that, uh, Tony Stewart is getting fed up with, uh, NASCAR and, um, a lot of people are, are assuming or come up with the idea that he might, uh, after 2023 back himself out of NASCAR and stick more with his NHRA team. And then also, um, it's been stated that Stewart wants uh, Cole Custer out of the car after 2023 or for 2023, 
but Gene Haas does not. So I don't know how much truth there is to this. I've seen a few things about that. And if it is true, what kind of, you know, rift is it making inside of, you know, Stuart Haas? Uh, so with those two topics right there, uh, if any of y'all got anything, uh, please feel free to join in. Me, me, me. <laughs> no, uh, I, I think uh, everybody thinks everybody in the media is fishing on this deal and, and uh, I think there's a hundred percent something going on in the background here. I mean, you have uh, basically the guy that runs um, Stuart Haas leaving the organization to to go be the commissioner for the uh, National Lacrosse League, which is mm -hmm. Brett Frude. Uh, Brett and Jared Frude. Jared's uh, of course uh, running his own deal and and doing marketing for some of the open wheel guys and different motorsports and stuff now. But Brett was the guy that kind of kept that ship straight. I mean, so many years of dealing with whatever Tony got involved with. And I mean, we all know what we're talking about here. I mean, uh, Tony didn't make it easy for him over there. Uh, but I, I think it starts at the top. You've got that piece leaving. You have Dodge not coming in. And there's the rumors that Stuart Haas was talked about possibly being in that deal. And I don't think that's all Stuart Haas. I think that's possibly a deal where the money to come in the motorsport, uh, just NASCAR cup racing and being a manufacturer is too much. But there are definitely some key clues here. And with Tony coming out and, and we all knowing Tony being vocal, he's usually pro pretty vocal and there's usually a move made. So uh, I'm leaning towards the idea that uh, be on the lookout for something here. I definitely yeah. go, ahead, go ahead. Brian. No, 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 go ahead. I was gonna say I definitely think that there's um, there's probably some some trouble with that marriage there at Stuart Haas one one person wanting one thing one wanting the other, um, you know there was some talk I believe if I'm you know correct me if I'm wrong, um, Harvick kind of speaking on Stuart a little bit earlier in the year of his absence uh, with the team. I mean when has Tony not been? aggravated with nascar so i mean to me that's nothing new he, he's since he was a driver there are things he was aggravated with but now life is different for him he's married to the person like truly married to leah pruitt who is you know racing for him now and, and that's where his attention's at um because he wants his real marriage to work out and so i, I do think that there's probably some interest change there on top of some things not going the way he would like for them to go. And, um, and there could be some real possibility that, that he gets out of that deal in my opinion. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I, you know, I'm a big smoke fan, Tony Stewart, just probably my, well, not probably my absolute favorite race car driver in the world. He has never liked NASCAR. There's, it's been no secret. I mean, he likes to make money. So you know you're going to go into NASCAR and make money. And uh, I don't know if this all correlates to the, to the Dodge announcements. I think that he was in line for uh, Mopar to come back into uh, to NASCAR. And I thought that was going to happen because of his alliance with, you know, into the in NHRA. So... I think everybody did. Yeah, I think maybe that has something to do with it. I don't li listen. Tony Stewart does not need NASCAR. He don't. And 
you've heard him say it the the NHRA thing um the culture the culture over there is 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 way different um it's better suited for him um his wife Matt Hagen dodge you know so I do think he leaves um but on the flip side of that I wouldn't put it past smoke to go start a series and outside of SRX or grow SRX and and do something on his own. Who knows what this guy will do, but uh, he he can do anything he wants. So um, I think his days in NASCAR are, are numbered. Yeah, and I think if there actually is some truth with this, that I think it really stems back to taking Eldora away from the trucks. I think that's really where yeah, the right. pot really boiled over. Yep. And so, you know, as it's been said already tonight, you know, NASCAR or Tony's always had some kind of problem with NASCAR, even from the days that he was racing. So, right. I mean, if you all remember that Talladega interview he did where he was the biggest smart ass you could ever ask for talking about run the cars backwards. We didn't wreck enough cars. Maybe we should, <laughs> you know, you know, so that obviously tells you his frustration with NASCAR and how he thinks their standards are. And of yeah. course, every year NASCAR is always evolving to something different. So, yeah, I think, I think there is some truth to it. I don't know how much truth there is to it yet, though. So, um, he's in love, man. He he is in love and, and with his wife in drag racing, and that's where he's headed. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's going to be I, the next Don Schumacher. Yeah, more than anything, I think that's what it is. You right. Know, there's yeah. aggravation on the NASCAR side. He's enjoying what he's doing now with the person he wants to spend time with. Right. And, and to your point... He doesn't need NASCAR. He so doesn't need why, NASCAR. Why deal with that headache if you don't have to? And yeah. you know, and it, I'll, I'll admit, it. Pain, <clears throat> excuse me, it pains me. Almost got choked up there <laughs> to hear Stewart say, you know, to possibly, you know, this being true. I'm like Brian. I grew up a smoke fan. I literally yep. live 45 minutes from his house. Like I've, I've been to his property before. I know, you know. You drive the 14 car because of him. Exactly. That is exactly why I'm the 14 car. Um, I mean, he's been my idol since I was, I don't know, sixth grade or something like that. So regardless of that, though, to, you know, possibly see, you know, my idol step away from the sport that he helped me enjoy and love and become infatuated with, it's a little painful if that is true. So, and I know there will become a, a time and, you know, a point down the road, no matter what, that he will step away just because of age and retirement and stuff like that. So... I hope it's not true right now, but I kind of feel that it could be. I want to read a quick tweet from him today. This kind of this will show you his position with. Well, actually, no, I read it. He he didn't write it, but uh, this kind of states his opinion with uh, with NASCAR. Um, again, he didn't write this. I thought he did, but he actually says in his tweet that for a moment I thought this was true. This did not come from me, though, and it says breaking. After further review of the Bubba Wallace-Kyle Larson incident, NASCAR is elected to fine Rodney Childers an additional $100,000 and take Kevin Harvick's birthday away. We'll have more on this developing story. Yeah, I've seen that. <laughs> that is hilarious. That is good stuff. So, well, I But can, anyway, I if he leaves, this. we'll miss him. I can say this. Tony Stewart has definitely found his Twitter password, and he has been vocal. On yeah, Twitter here lately. You're not wrong. So, um, 
I think we'll move on to the next topic here because uh, Brian McCain stated he doesn't know much on this topic, so he doesn't want to voice his, his thoughts. I guess he doesn't have much. That's all right, though. Uh, so the next one, and this will probably be close to the end of the show for us, uh, is going to be Kevin Harvick and his potential. Well, first we'll we'll touch on the um, the vocalization of Kevin Harvick uh, with NASCAR and its safety. Uh, I do want to touch on the safety for sure, real quick as well, um, and then also uh, NASCAR coming after him with all these fines and penalties um, for a modified deck lid. And then also the main topic will be the discussion of Harvick, you know, potentially coming up for retirement at the end of 2023, along with uh, Almirola. So um, I'll let you all take it from here. Again. Ditto. <laughs> yeah, that's my new nickname, Ditto McCann. <laughs> Start us off, Neil. What's your opinion? Uh, I'm going to start off the deck lid situation, and I kind of laughed about this because I heard it in one of the other podcasts, I think one of the Dirty Mo's, uh, that uh, it was kind of laughed about because the deck lid on several cars had been modified. And uh, ironically, I think we picked out Harvick, but uh, I think that was the inside joke there that, uh, hey, you're going to get a fine no matter what. Uh, you shouldn't have said what you said, and it's typical kind of bullshit that sometimes you see on that side from NASCAR. Yeah. I haven't, I haven't read a lot on this deck lid situation. Um, I've kind of been watching Kevin Harvick a little bit and if I'm being honest, I think Kevin Harvick is, I wouldn't say he's tired. He's probably tired of, uh, the NASCAR drama, obviously, but I think he is smart enough that he is not going to, I don't even know how to say it, man. If one hit, you know, with everybody getting hurt and NASCAR not doing anything about these race cars at his pace, you know, which they should, they should have done something before now. Um, I, I think he's just getting older. I think his frustration uh, level with the sport is is reached its limit. His his kids are getting older, where they can go racing, and uh, he's like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna go race." Yeah, but this all stems back. I mean, you look at at Harvick and and Kyle Busch and these guys uh, that that have kids that are racing uh, at different levels right now that are definitely gonna be getting older and moving up yeah. the ladder. I mean, you got to keep in mind. I mean the end result for these guys, I would still assume is NASCAR. Yeah, no, I, I agree mean, with you. Yeah. I mean, for for Keelan Harvick and I mean, even in the RCR uh, signing of Kyle Busch, I mean, RCR's made it clear that uh, Braxton's got a contract and made a big deal about that. Right. My thing is you guys got to look at this down the road. I mean, the sport's got to change and they're going to get the cars better. It's going to be a safer car. They've been very fortunate. We've all been fortunate. The car has been, as safe as it has been since 2001. Um, is it a better car than what we had? I would probably say no. Uh, aesthetically, is it good for the manufacturers? And is it is it easy on the eyes? Absolutely. Cool piece. Yeah, I agree. It's, it's definitely know, a cool piece. I saw something that um, Keselowski talked about with the car, and y'all may have seen it as well, talking about the development of it. Um, and it being a, a, a COVID baby, right? 
um, being developed in a time where people couldn't get together. The testing they were doing probably wasn't the normal testing that they'd be doing. Um, getting the changes made maybe wasn't going to be able to happen fast enough, and, and they had an a end date committed. Yeah. Um, so, you know, obviously we've seen everything that's been going on. My opinion with Kevin, though, too, is, is Neil, you touched on a little bit with the kids racing. I don't know if you all saw where Keelan was racing on Sunday, but while Kevin was in Las Vegas, Keelan was in Le Mans representing the United States when there was 33 other countries being represented in that kart race there. And um, Kevin's not getting any younger. Uh, he doesn't like the car. It's not safe. It, obviously, the changes aren't happening fast enough there. And so I think big picture as well as he's saying, you know what, I want to be able to travel with my kid and go do these things and be a part of that. Um, and, and, you know, same thing that I think with Tony, you know, with him going with Lee and, and going that direction to spend time with the people you want to spend time with before something happens. Right. That's my um, point. Walk yep. away while you can. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, so really, I think that's really going to wrap it up for us. Um, actually, are you looking for the next sim rig upgrade? Or maybe your man cave needs a little more style or is your wife wanting to redecorate your home? Well, we here at Supreme 3D Printing have you covered. We create and print tons of different and useful items that is sure to fit everyone's style and budget. Check us out on Etsy at etsy.com slash shop slash supreme 3d printing. If you don't see what you're needing, then feel free to contact us for your needed item. You know what? Let's let's do something real quick. Let's do a little green flag, black flag. We're going to do a little differently. Um, and uh, Neil, I'm going to take over this time for you just because I got a few Thank questions you. in mind. <laughs> and uh, we'll start with, uh, start with this question. The Bubba Walla incident, green flag or black flag for him retaliating uh, after he gets out of his car? Uh, Brian, Rick, you can go first. He's going black flag. Guy's a clown. Clown. All right. All right. Uh, Brian McCann, black flag. Black flag. So I think it was on yesterday's episode, somebody brought up a good point. Um, you know, Larson just hit the wall at 160 some miles per hour and it looked like he wasn't really had everything going on great when he got out of that car. And, and then, you know, here comes Bubba. So that's a black flag for me. All righty. Neil quick. Neil. Oh, he's taking his time. <laughs> he's being overdramatic over here. Black flag for Neil quick. All right. All right. And uh, you got anything you want to add to that? No comment. I've said enough on this mess. <laughs> All right. And then uh, Chris Wally. I've got this large black flag behind me here. It, it represents every bit of that. All yeah. right. All right. And I'm going to go black flag as well. Um, obviously, we're all in basically the same agreement here on why uh, it's definitely a black flag. So um, next question we're going to go into uh, with the rumor, and we're going to call it a rumor, that uh, Tony Stewart uh, has the the thought of leaving NASCAR and uh, pursuing his uh, his NHRA dreams right now. Um, Brian, Rick, green flag or black flag? 
Mm, I mean, I say ah, that's a hard one because I'm such a fan of Tony Stewart. I mean, I'll, I'll watch him wherever he goes. If he's if he's running an NHRA team, I'm there. If he's running a a bicycle team, I'm watching it. So I'm green flag. If he wants to go do whatever, I'm still going. So it doesn't matter. All right. Brian McCann. So green flag. Um, I like drag racing. I just got into a little bit of watching it. Um, so if that's what he wants to do, you know, do it. Um, you know, I hate to see somebody like that leave. You know, uh, I know you're fans of him. And uh, so there's bad side and good side. Whatever's happy at the end of the day for him. That's what I wish. All right. Neil Quick. Oh, you're muted. Black flag. Black flag. All right. I got to hear why. Uh-oh. Uh, Tony, uh, Tony and NASCAR and NASCAR and Tony need each other. I mean, that's the best way I can explain it. Uh, we, we as fans need Tony Stewart to be involved with NASCAR, and NASCAR needs Tony Stewart to be there. Don't need to have this separation. And 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 I understand what you guys are saying for Tony to go do the drag racing deal. He can still go do that. Uh, he still can be a good ambassador and be the party that he needs to be in NASCAR. And the biggest thing that I see here is NASCAR needs to open up and listen to Tony Stewart. Uh, and and this is several of the drivers. Um, I, I think that that that's a big problem right now. Um, I think that's why you got a car that with the issues that you have, but I think this all goes the same way. I mean, I want Tony Stewart to be uh, in the sport, just like what we were just talking about. I mean, Kyle's got a 14 on his car. Tony brought him into the sport. He's a fan. It's hard to watch a driver walk away. Uh, it's, it's hard when they retire. I mean, it changes the sport for you. You really yeah. have to, you really have to, uh, find a reason to turn it on and, and still enjoy it. And, and, for me, I mean, most of us that went through the 80s and our drivers have retired and and we've watched a lot of good drivers retire and, and fans go by the wayside. I I think Tony Stewart needs to be involved. I hate to say it, it's it's a black flag for me. All righty. All righty. Really good, good points point. there. All right. Um, quick, uh, Chris Wally. Did you say quick? I started to say quick. Did, quick did he, Wally. Did he? Did he? <laughs> he was. I did started he? to say quick. Mess me up with Chris Quick. Is that what just happened there? <laughs> yeah, I'm not that pretty. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> no, he. Uh, I, I'm gonna. You know, I, I commented on it. I, I still have my my thoughts that um, he's gonna do the drag racing thing. I think. You know, he again. He wants to spend time with the people. He wants to spend time with. Brian, you touched on the culture over there, but I, I am going to go black flag as well. I don't think Tony is going to 100% just walk away. Um, is there trouble in paradise in a couple different areas? Probably, but anybody that's been in any kind of relationship knows that that's going to happen from time to time. Yeah, and you, um, and I think Tony knows that his half of the deal. You know, there's a lot of people relying on that. Um, and so I think they get it figured out. They get it worked out. And uh, he's going to be involved in, in some kind of way there. All right. And so I am going to go black flag. And I'm not going to lie. I uh, When I read this, I got a little choked up. And so 
for me, when it comes to NASCAR, there's only been three times that I have literally teared up. And one was the passing of Dale Sr. Uh, the other one was Tony Stewart when he retired. And then also Jeff Gordon watching his final race at Homestead when he retired. I, I will admit, I, I bawled uh, on a couple of those, like a little baby. Um, so to hear that he's possibly going to be walking away from the entire sport, um, it, it's hard to swallow growing up, you know, idolizing, you know, basically the man of NASCAR to me. So, uh, I'm going black flag for sure. So were some of those descriptions there, was that about how you felt after the, uh, incident under yellow last week? How do I mute Chris Swally? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. And so, um, I got two more questions. Next one's going to be covering, uh, Kevin Harvick and his, uh, potential retirement. Um, so I'm going to start off same order. Uh, Brian, Rick, your, uh, your choice on uh black flag or green flag for Harvey's retirement black flag. Well, I'm black flag. I mean, I don't want to see him retire. I think he's one of, there's not too many, uh, I don't want to call them cowboys, but cowboys are tough guys. Cowboys are, are in the, in the grit race car drivers. And there's, there's not too many left in NASCAR. So, I would be sad if uh, if he retired, but right. wouldn't blame him. All right, uh, Brian McCann. Yeah, I'm sort of in the same boat. Don't call me Ditto McCann, but um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, for the same pretty much reasons. Um, you know, and I, I know I just said that uh, I didn't mind Tony Stewart leaving, but uh, I do want to see Kevin Harvick stick around. So that's all I got. All right, Neil Quick. Yeah, guys, um, this kind of hits hard for me, kind of like for Kyle does, because um, I grew up uh, with Rusty and being a big fan of Rusty Wallace, being from St. Louis. And uh, Rusty retired in 2005, and after Senior was killed, my my driver I picked up was Kevin Harvick. Uh, Watched him in the Bush Series race, the AC Delco number two car, Went to every bush race, uh, stayed glued to him, kind of picked him up as my driver from that point on. And uh, it's tough. I, I don't want to see Kevin Harvick retire. I know the day's coming. It's going to be a tough one. Uh, yeah, I, I can't tell you uh, all the thoughts, but I, I, I'm a big fan of Kevin Harvick. I'd like to see him run one more year at least and uh, go out and have some success and, and end on a strong note. All righty. And Chris Wally. Yeah, I'm going to, um, I'm going to black flag that as well. I, I, you know, mentioned earlier, as far as having the opportunity to walk away from the sport healthy and spend time with his kid while he's racing all, but to the point that Neil just made there, as far as going out in a better light than where he is right now, I think the competitor in him, is not going to allow him to walk away uh, with where things sit right now. Um, they've got a year under their belt with this car now. They've got a year of data. There are going to be some changes made to the car to help things. So I, I do see him coming back um, at least one more year uh, to to kind of have 
a little more of, of some shining glory, so to speak. Alrighty. Uh, I'm going to go black flag as well. Um, um, so when senior passed away, I was, uh, like everybody in the NASCAR world, uh, was heartbroken. Uh, we see Harvick. I don't want to say come in and replace him because he wasn't a replacement, but yet he was. Um, so Kevin Harvick grew. Well, first Kevin Harvick, I think kind of had a sour spot in everybody for uh, probably half a season or so. And then he grew on everybody. And Kevin is just one of those guys that he's, he's kind of like Carl Edwards. It's hard not to like him, you know? Um, so yeah, to, to have Harvick step away, um, I just, I hate to see it happen. So I'm going to black flag. And so with that, I'm gonna bring up one last question. And, uh, so we have Alex Bowman, who's out with a concussion, like symptoms. Uh, we got Kurt Busch, who is out and announced his retirement with con- con- concussion, like symptoms. Excuse me. I can't speak. And, you know, we've got, you know, Noah Gregson, who's saying that he's scared to get into the cup car with the opportunity of ruining his Xfinity career for the Caesars championship run for the season. Cause he's afraid he's going to get hurt in these cars. We've got drivers speaking up about this car being completely unsafe. NASCAR, here we are three quarters through the year. Actually, we're 90% through the the season. And NASCAR has now decided after all this that they want to go and they want to look at the car and they want to redevelop a rear end that crumples more. Um, So I want your all's opinion on green flag, black flag, if you all think NASCAR waited too long after the first injury, after the first known injury. And uh, let's also not forget that, you know, we got Cody Ware, who's also out with concussion-like symptoms and injuries from his incident, which was a little different than Bowman or uh, Kurt Busch. But regardless, new car, bad accident, you know, with an injury. Um, Brian, Rick? Um, I'm green. I'm a green flag. I think, uh, and I've got, I have, I have, a lot to say about this, but we'll, I think we should probably do that at uh, NASCAR uh, uh, safety on another, another deal, but I'm green flag. I, you know, they, um, I'm, I'm, just, I'm green flag. <laughs> All right. Yeah. We, you don't have to give your reasons for right now. Um, yeah. and before I go to you, Brian McCann, uh, real quick, we are, uh, we do have a new segment called holler talk that I would love for everyone to check out where we do, um, Short little videos, uh, usually about a half hour long, and we different uh, topics. So this will be a topic coming up here in the next couple of days. So uh, keep your eyes out for it. But uh, Brian McCann, go ahead with yours. Yeah, so I, I would have liked to see NASCAR address that a little earlier. And, you know, all the drivers getting injured, and then um, some of the drivers saying that they don't even want to enter the car. And man, I, I know I, I wouldn't want to get in a race car knowing you know, everything that's happened. So I'm glad they're addressing it now. All right. Neil quick. I'm going to go ditto on this one. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with ditto, ditto hundred percent up there. I mean, exactly what he said. I mean, it's, uh, it's scary when the drivers are telling you they don't want to get in the car. All of them. That's all of them. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and at that point, when they, when that starts happening, Man, you guys really have got to get in the situation. You got to make some changes. Definitely. 
And then Chris Wally. Yeah, so I'm going to have a little build up here first. Mm. So number one, yes, things are bad. Things could be mm. better. And, and known changes or known conversations about making the car better could have come to light a little sooner. I saw saw a uh, a short video the other day. It wasn't even racing related, but you know it said that you know really people only know what you think you know, right? And I am still under the so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna actually go black flag. You know, I, I think isn't black flag saying that they they've they're doing their job. I think that there's conversation being made. I think there were always conversations being made, even if they were not publicly made. Um, because I, I do believe that NASCAR, the people that they have are smart enough to know what they need to do, but also think they're also smart enough not to make a comment on something until they probably have a pretty good idea of what they're going to do about it. Um, it's just like people with opinions, right? If you don't, if you don't have something to help resolve the issue, don't start bitching about the issue. Yeah. And, I'm, I'm um, here. I'm hearing what you're saying, but I mean, these guys came out before the season. They knew they had problems. I mean, yeah. they're this, this thing started before the cars even hit the track. The dim, the telemetry coming in was not good. Yeah. And I, and I hear that and, and not that NASCAR's not at fault, but I do think that, until it is truly tested with, and unfortunately it's the, it's the guys, you know, it's the drivers that are the test dummies, the real life test dummies. Um, it took somebody getting hurt and you go, okay, is this a one-time incident? No. Then it took a second person and then you're like, okay, now it's an issue. And then it really took that strike three with that third person saying, uh, you know, absolutely something needs to be done. I think at that point, that's when they start really voicing, okay, we're going to do this, we're going to do this. When they've probably been having those conversations, they've probably at least been looking into it. Um, again, it should have happened faster. Um, everybody knew that the, you know, they talked about the smaller hits being the ones that were really bothering the guys physically. Um, so, no doubt, NASCAR is definitely you know, at fault for even putting the car on the track if they, you know, knowing all the information they knew. But I would feel like they're not that naive to the point that they were not at least having conversations and trying to figure out what can we do with this build that they have to, to manipulate it and make it safe, you know, safer with whatever that changes. Cause you don't want to go too far in left field and freaking puncture a, you know, a, a fuel cell or anything like that. So it definitely had to be engineered properly. Well, and not to sound like a smart ass. I mean, the guys that were obviously developing the, the arms and the toe links and the steering racks is as shitty as they have been. They should have been the guys developing maybe the crush panels on the front and back of the cars. <laughs> That's a good point. If it's going to break, make sure it's the right spots, right? Yeah, I mean, it seems like shit breaks on this car all over the place in the wrong spots. I mean, but on the other hand, when you see some of these hard crashes, 
these cars don't have a whole lot of damage. I mean, some of these hits that they do hit, I mean, backing in the wall as hard as they do. I mean, when you look at Kurt Busch's deal, I mean, that car hit the wall a ton. And it, and it, to me, my opinion is you could make the, the cage itself, you know, right there around the, you know, like a four point cage kind of deal where it's tough as nails. It's not really going to move, but everything else break away, even right where the bolts all bolt in right there to the rear and the front. Even if those come come off and say the car cuts in two, right? Just being, you know, a little extra on that. But let's say that car completely breaks away from the cab. That's probably still safer than what they have right now. Well, I think in knowing a little bit more and, and building some of the miles that I do of these cars and stuff, I mean, looking at the shit that they've got engineered and basically you now have the transmission at the rear of the car mm. and you have all that reinforced because you don't want the back of that car to crush and break those expensive transmissions mm -hmm. that they have back there. I mean, that's a lot of the engineering that went behind it and, and the way Kirky has is, is uh, engineered these aluminum bumpers on the front and back of the car with all the trusses in it and gussets and stuff, the car's rigid as hell. I mm. mean, it's it's basically a Trans Am style car that we're racing yep. on an oval track. Right. Yeah, because I mean, if, if the car doesn't give, what does? And it's the driver. Yeah, absolutely. Kyle? Uh, I'm going to go green flag. Um, NASCAR's just, they've had two... Well, they, they had, what, two and a half years of development with this car. Um, you would have thought that there would have been more testing as far as, you know, how the car is going to react in situations. Granted, you can't recreate every every scenario. Every scenario is going to be different. But you can get a general idea of how the car is going to react in a situation where it's backed into a wall at, you know, race speed. And you, you can put, you know, G-meters in, in the car and, you know, figure out what the G load is in an accident. And that's going to give you a good idea of if you've got a, a safe enough race car. I mean, since 2001 NASCAR has prided themselves on their safety development and they have always continued to, you know, make the car safer for the driver. Um, I just, you know, like I was listening, I think it was the, either door bumper clear or uh stacking pennies one and two. And it's kind of like NASCAR, was doing great and then all of a sudden they took a few steps back with the new car and safety so uh, like i said green flag that they should have been on top of this a lot sooner uh, i think even during testing before 2022 season even started they should have been on top of it nascar missed it and i'm gonna save the rest of that for another show yeah we got that coming up here soon so uh Look for can that. I, um, can I can I give a little um, honesty here? Yeah. So I don't have my green flag with me. All I have is a big black flag behind me. So, so I kind of had to go with it the whole night. <laughs> <laughs> here, you can have mine. Thank you. All right, so with that, uh, we need to go into our fantasy picks. So the running order goes, I've got first pick, Brian Rick has second pick, Neil has third pick, Brian McCann has fourth, and then Chris Wally has fifth. 
Uh, we are at Homestead Boys, uh, so it's going to... I don't know if there's going to be any rim riding with this car. Uh, no one knows. Well, I don't know anything about this car, this track. I don't think they've, they've only done what, a little bit of testing, right? So, uh, for my pick, I am going to pick... I'm going to go with Christopher Bell on this one. I think that's... Yeah. Christopher Bell. I am going to take uh, Kyle Larson. You suck. Saying <laughs> the same thing. <laughs> I, think I mean, he coming. Back. He's coming back. He's going to put it on the fence, and he's he's driving away from this thing. I chose Reddick already, right? Uh, Neil Quick. Yes, he was your third pick. Denny Hamlin. That's a good one, actually. I was looking at the stats. He's won. A Gibbs car is one. One, two. Well, yeah, three out of the last seven. Two out of the last three. See, I should get bonus points for picking the actual race winner, too. I was just making up the rules. He's acting like he's from higher <laughs> up. Making crap up in the middle of the deal. <laughs> Somebody should fire that guy. All right. So after Neil came uh, McCann. Hamlin. Nope. Oh, you can't pick him. Neil's already picked him. Oh, yes. is that? Okay. I'll go with Neil's first pick, Reddit. All right. That sucks. <laughs> you just screwed him twice. <laughs> and then, No, uh, you screwed me the first time. I oh, yeah. yeah. No, I'm blaming it on McCann, though. <laughs> I blame then, everything uh, on McCann, too. Well, I need to know who, who I even have available. Uh, I'll read them off to you. You have – this is just playoff drivers. You can still choose from regular drivers if you want. You have all of those available. But what you have available in playoff is Elliot, Larson – well, he's, okay, Elliot, Hamlin – and Bell and Briscoe. Um, now, the ones that have been eliminated are Larson, Reddick, Dylan, Suarez, and Cindric, you all. So, have available. But he can't pick a driver that we've already picked, right? Correct. So, like, yeah. Bell he couldn't pick. Reddick he couldn't pick. Larson. So, you'd have to go with, if you want a current playoff driver, you'd have to go with you Elliot. go with, like, Elliot or Br Gillen. <laughs> you do have Briscoe and Elliot that's still in that you can go with. Or David Reagan. I got to save Elliot for Phoenix. Unless somebody else gets him. Um, have I already used Kyle Busch? Uh, Chris. Yes, he was your second pick. Well, I'm going to have to use him. Chase Elliott. Ooh. Ooh. None of you turns with Chastain? I thought about it. I think I already used him. Uh, I've got I've got him. Yeah, you I've got Chris. I've got Elliot Chastain. I just burned up Larson. I've got Reddick and Kyle Bush. I feel I'm pretty good towards the end of this thing. All right. So we're using some non playoff drivers towards the end. Well, we're only got two races left. Yeah. Uh so as it stands right now, um Chris Wally has one win on the season on the playoff season. Neil Quick has two, I have three, and Brian Rick has one, and McCann Damn. has zero. 
So two races left in the playoff after, well, three if you count Homestead. Um, so there's still chances for someone to come up with a win. And uh, if Neil can get one more, then it's going to be a, a really tight battle to the end. But with what that, if Neil gets one and then me and Brian sweep the next two and it's a three-way tie? Then what? Um, do a drag race on iRacing. I, I, I'm going to... I figured it would probably be whoever got the actual winner of the Las Vegas race right wins it all regardless. So, champion right here. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, thinking Brian McCann comes in and sweeps the whole deal. Probably. He wins three in a row right here. He could. Old chance. I don't know. I mean, you got oh, Reddick, no. and Reddick's pretty strong there, so. But uh, um, with that, I think that's all I've got for tonight. Uh, anybody got any final thoughts they want to get out there? Yeah, we got the, uh, the all-star race Thursday night, racing for 100 bucks. a few plaques from R&R Racewear. Uh, it's going to be a fun one. So it's the uh, – haven't, haven't released how the race is going to go just yet. That's, that's still to come. Um, but that'll be that'll be out there on our on our Facebook page, uh, IROC series page. So check us out. How many drivers we got? I think about 15, 16 drivers. Am Last I in I it? Say that again. So am I in it? I don't remember if I am or not. I hope not. Uh, <laughs> <let> me... <laughs> Man, got... I'm starting to feel bad for him. <laughs> I know. I'm getting hated over here. <laughs> no. Let's see here. Y'all go ahead with y'all's last thoughts, and I'll figure out right, what yeah. we got. Go ahead, Neil. Uh, I'm Bubba and Kyle Larson out, so yep. we got we got to figure out something else to talk about. Uh, kind of excited to see the last couple weekends of racing, and um, that's all I got. Basically, I want to say, um, just like talking some racing. So, all right, uh, I'll go ahead and go real quick. Uh, my final thought is I, I'm in agreement with uh, Neil there about Bubba and Larson out right now, but we do have one more episode at least to bring it up uh, once we know the uh, the results from NASCAR and their decisions. If they even have anything to say, they may not. A lot of speculation out there that says they may not. So um, we'll see. So looking forward to uh, uh, Holler Talk tomorrow uh, on Tuesday night. So uh, I'm going to hand it over to uh, Mr. Uh, Brian McCann. Yeah, looking forward to the race this week and the uh, IROC challenge. Uh, did have a question. Have we talked or released about uh, which setup we're going to be using? Coming. So I haven't figured okay. that one out. Oh, wait, no, we're running that uh, IRP with, uh, what was that gear, Neil? 637. 637 gear. 637. So, uh, right. yeah, so we'll be doing that. Um, but we've got 14 drivers. So 14 drivers for the race uh thursday night short track racing um the the racing is going to be set up a little bit different um so be on the lookout for that all righty and uh mccain you got anything else you want to add to that i'm good all right mr brian rick you can close this out there sir um i'm i'm with everybody else i'm tired of talking about uh uh daryl wallace and uh um kyle larson so i'm gonna end it like this we were going to announce something really big tonight 
Um, I want everybody to keep checking back. We're not uh, quite ready to do it yet, but I think everybody's going to be really, really excited when, when we do. So uh, we'll just say that we're, we're going to a whole new level. So check, uh, check back often and uh, you'll see some videos and a lot of information coming out. So just uh, stay tuned. Uh, any kind of time frame we can give the uh, the listeners here? You think? I would say, honestly, we were hoping to do it tonight. Some things didn't uh, pan out the way we wanted them. So maybe um, I'd say by next uh, next Monday, we will announce something. If not sooner, if we get if we get all this done. Uh, beforehand, we'll we'll do a special episode and uh, and get it all out there for everybody to to see. All right, everyone, y'all hear it right there. We got some big news coming down the pipe. Just uh, stay tuned. So don't don't go anywhere. Make sure you're tuning in. Keep it up with our Facebook page as well. Uh, we'll make an announcement there as well. But with that, I'm out. I'll see you all later, guys. See y'all next week. Kyle here to remind you to check us out on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music. You can also find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, and Twitch.